Hi everyone and welcome to Fashion Decipher. My name is Sean Williams and today we have two talented designers that we're adding to our designer thread, the ladies of luxury eyewear brand Vontel, Miss Tracy Green and Miss Nancy Harris. How are you ladies? We are good. Good. Good, good. I mean, if you guys could give some background into your eyewear brand and then we'll get into like, you know, like your history of getting to design uh, luxury eyewear and how you guys got there. Well, I would say a little bit just to start off. Uh, initially, uh, I lost a pair of glasses, a pair of high-end glasses, and Nancy and I went to college together. So, you know, you have one of your girlfriends, you call to complain about everything. Right. And I called to complain because I was so upset because I paid a lot of money for them. And then she started to say, you know what? I lost a pair of glasses too. And then I started to say, you know, I want glasses with pattern. I want glasses with more color. Everything looks the same. And then Nancy said, I think we could do this. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it really started with just a conversation between two good friends and actually two best friends who rely on each other for a lot. And the birth of Vontel happened. So we're really happy. We both gave birth to this. So it's like two people giving birth to one baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's definitely like, as they say, a labor of love. Um, yeah. And you guys met, you said in college. Um, did you want to speak about your um, experience meeting at, um, you guys went to Morgan State? We did. Very exciting experience. Uh, we met the first day at during attending Morgan State University through a mutual friend who to this day is still our good friend as well. Mm -hmm. But she had a friend that brought Tracy to her room and I had a friend that brought me to her room. And those two people don't even know each other, but they both knew that one mutual friend and we became friends that way. And I know that sounds confusing, but it was one person and you know how they say six degrees of separation. No, absolutely. Um, and do you guys believe that going to an HBCU influenced you both as entrepreneurs, like to start this, or this was always like you guys both had an entrepreneur spirit? I, I would say, you know, you, you don't know until later on in life. I mean, I think now hindsight is twenty twenty, and I go back and I think of myself as a teenage girl and, you know, I always loved fashion. I always looked at all the magazines. Um, but, you know, I majored in finance. And at college, at Morgan State, you know, I got to find myself and find out how good I was in finance. And from there, you know, my trajectory was in the finance field. I worked at, you know, the mayor's office. And I've done a couple things in the finance. I was a CFO at a hospital. So I literally stayed in the finance realm. Behind the scenes, I was doing some real estate. I had a tax business. You know, I had all these little things I would I was doing. Did I know I was an entrepreneur? No, I thought I was just hustling because you know black people hustle all mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just trying to you know make extra money so I can you know provide for my family. Now that we're doing Vontel, I realized that the seeds were already there, but I needed to have all those other experiences before I was able to do this business and do it successful. Nancy, what are you, from your point of view? I'm definitely a serial entrepreneur. I've always had a nine to five, but then if I got laid off at any period of time, I didn't feel the rush or need to go back and find another job. I would pursue my passion. And then I'd eventually find a job because 
what happened is health benefits were always an issue. So for me, it wasn't even about always the money. It was really about not having the health benefits to go along with it. Mm-hmm. Right. That, that, uh, like layer of security. And I definitely understand that, you know, I, yeah. I, I feel in my position, I was the same way, like always wanting to start something, but needing the health insurance has always been a, a battle. And I, I definitely, I get that. Um, so you guys said a little bit about talking about how you got into eyewear. Um, can you guys explain like where the name of the brand came from? <laughs> so when, um, when I called Nancy to complain and I said, you know, I want to see more color and pattern let's start an eyewear company. And she said, let's go to Paris. She actually booked trips for us to go to Paris to this huge uh, eye expo in Fashion Week. So we were in Fashion Week at this huge eye expo and we're walking around, we're meeting all these French and Italian designers. And I said to Nancy, my middle name is French. We should use that. (laughs) So before you know it, Vontel, you know, that's my middle name, was the, the name that we chose. And again, being at the Fashion Week and hearing all these lovely, beautiful, uh, names, you know, we said, you know, we want to be able to be attracted to everyone, right? Not just uh, the African-American culture or the Caribbean culture. We want everyone to to want to buy our eyewear. And we felt that using the French name, you know, might, might go easy uh, to open us up to everyone. Right, right. I, I definitely love the name. I, I was wondering where it came from. Um, and also too, like you guys talked about patterns and how you were you know looking for things that were different where do you guys draw that inspiration from like where do you pick the patterns for your glasses because I, I i see they're gorgeous they have such mixed prints and colorful like where do you guys get the inspiration to pick those patterns so the patterns are inspired by our african caribbean and latin uh backgrounds okay. and we know that with the different patterns that you see even Tracy right now, she's wearing our star geezers, which are, are beautiful printed glasses. They have an Ankara print on them. You know, they're renowned and the Giza name come from their earth toned as you can, well, you can't see. So they're earth toned glasses that she's wearing and half wood and the dark sienna and clay coloring delivers like an optical, optimal, really statement piece. It's very rich in fabric. And it's, and it's an Ankara piece that she's wearing. So our names come from and originate mainly from Africa and Latina. And like we said, the Caribbean. So you'll always see names that have some type of meaning. Even with Tracy wanting to, us utilizing her middle name, it had a meaning. It, it says, there she goes, oh. or to go and walk with confidence is how we look at it. Our glasses are unisex. So we really wanna point that out very early on that Tracy has on a pair of glasses that again, they're the star geezers, but we have a version where if depending on your personal preference, it is a statement piece. We have a male version and this version we would say is probably a bit more feminine, but we don't determine what anybody wears. That is totally up to the person and subject buying the glasses. Okay. And and like when you go to do the patterns and you get your, so in your case, uh, Vontel's muse comes from the African diaspora. Like what makes you choose those patterns? Like how do you go seek it? Is there like a connection to it personally or do you go in markets uh, when you travel? Well, when we were able to travel pre-COVID, um, <laughs> were you able to, do you look for uh, patterns that way? Like how, what is the process? Yeah. So yes, I think to answer your question, yes, to all of that. 
you know, before traveling, when we travel, we have our own clothes, as you can see, when you can't see, we're wearing some <laughs> colorful clothes uh, today, some bright patterns, but we live in, we live in New York. So living in New York, which has a diaspora of everyone. I mean, you can go to Harlem Uptown, Washington Heights, and get fabrics and from Spanish and you know Nigerian. You can go to Brooklyn. You have all the Caribbeans. You got Trinidad. You got Guyana. You got Jamaica. You got Haitian. You know Haiti. So you have all these uh, people living together, and they own stores. And literally, Nancy was going store to store, picking <laughs> up fabric. I like this fabric. I like that fabric. I was like, I like this fabric. I was drawing things that I like to see on a piece of paper. So we kind of took all those influences. Uh, from shopping, from travel, from me drawing on a piece of paper, from Nancy looking at a jacket she had in her closet, uh, you know, and say, these are the patterns that we like that pop and we want to put them on eyewear. And I would like to add that we chose some classic prints like mud cloth, which the patterns are rich with meaning and enhanced the classic glasses that we have. Tracy currently just put on the Sahara glasses that we have there, mm -hmm. Sahara Addicts. And I'll say that those are exceptionally bold and they're comfortable. The frame is a great stylish everyday type of glass. It has a medium wide design crafted in a lightweight and flexible material um, so that it doesn't weigh too much when you're wearing it. It really is a very light glass. Oh, I love that. You know, like definitely uh, um, glasses weight definitely weighs a, a part in it. My mom wears glasses prescription and that's a big part of her figuring out what she would like to, to buy. Um, you know, you don't know that until you have to wear glasses all day. So I definitely, I think that's a, a great attribute to your, your line. So considering the fact that you guys use like all inspiration from anywhere, like what have, you know, you say you also that you drew or you picked up patterns from like a jacket in your closet what are the other things that you guys believe has helped you hone in your skills? Because, you know, if you didn't come out the gate like drawing or designing, what do you think that has helped you figure out, okay, this is the way we have to go when we look for designing patterns or have you guys draw more? Like what was the things that helped you hone in the skills for designing sunglasses? Like, you or know, I like that. In general, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. No, like I was saying that I think we always had, you know, as women, you know, no matter what, we are all fashionistas in our minds, right? Yeah. We all put on those outfits. We step out into the house, we're like, bomb, I look good, <laughs> right? You know, so in our minds, we're fashionistas, right? And I think the idea of the glasses, you know, I've been wearing glasses for since I was 13 years old. So I've been, I've worn every type of pair of glasses. I mean, I've been wearing glasses for a long time and I just wanted something different. And I realized that you know, we can create that. So I think I wasn't afraid to say, you know, I'm not the best drawer, but I know what I want and I know what I like. And I think that was the first phase. And then Nancy, of course, learned to use uh, the Corel Drawer, Corel Drawer, the program, oh, wow. which helped us, which helped her because she actually did a lot of the work of putting the designs on the glasses <laughs> professionally. Right. Okay. So then you knew that you seeked out, I, you know, cause I, I say this to say, there's so many ways when you try to be an entrepreneur, when you think that I'm not good at this area, that you look to figure out what are the things that you have to work on? Um, what was also along with the drawing, what was also some of the things that you learned about yourself into this journey? Uh, I wear, is there something that you said like, okay, this is something I have to learn. This is something I have to stop. You know, as all entrepreneurs, you realize things about yourself, like this is not going to help me. You know, is there's things that you guys learned when networking or anything, or even when it comes to designing that you say, I have, this is a benefit or this is a hindrance. 
Hmm. We had to learn a lot because this is not a business that you can just walk into and you know everything. So we had to learn sourcing. We had to learn manufacturing. We had to learn the different type of glasses and the different type of materials, what was cheap, what was not cheap. Um, we had to learn about temples. There's so many things that go into this business that even though it feels like we've been in it for a long time, we really, there's much more than just picking a Kente pair of glasses like Tracy has on a pair of Kente glasses, which the pattern is highly recognized, the Kente cloth. And those are what we consider retro style glasses that she's wearing. They're an ideal statement piece. But there's so much more than just a fashion aspect of it. We even had to learn packaging. We had to learn about shipping. We There's every aspect of this business. Tracy and I can both walk away and say that we know how to do those things. It didn't come overnight. It did take some research. It did take some studying. It did take some talking to other people who are in the industry who could also help us along the way. So we have had learning lessons. We are still learning. I am actually taking a plethora of classes right now about social media so that even though we are growing our team and we have people that are assisting us, that I can also know this area and not be necessarily an expert, but be wise enough to know how to champion that and work on that particular platform. And Tracy being an expert in finance, she, was, she has been able to grab that by, by the torch and lead us because we need that. She's the one who says, we need to scale back. We cannot do that. I know it sounds good, Nancy, but no, we cannot do that. And I, in my, in my area, know that I have to step back. Mm -hmm. And we respect each other like that because we have areas where we're, our strengths lie more. I was in sales and advertising before I got into this business. So I know a lot about marketing and sales. And we, that's how we lead. I love that. I, th I think the whole duality of your two, the, the dynamic between you two works so well. And I think that's great when you look for partnership in a, a business um, and knowing, you know, and speaking to the fact that you say you had to learn everything. I just want everyone to, to know when you're starting a business and you're an entrepreneur, and I know you guys have both, both spoken about this in prior interviews and um, articles that I read about you both, how important it is that you know that you have to touch every part of your business and knowing that you're the person who you know, makes decisions from the bottom all the way up to the top. It's not just the great things. It's everything in between, you know, and I, I just want, how has that helped you guys to, you know, every part of your business and how much do you stress that to young people who may want to start a company saying that you have to know everything? No, you do. I, you know, I had a colleague reach out to us because we were lucky enough to win a grant. And she said, how did you win the grant? Who's your grant writer? And I said, me. <laughs> I said, we do everything. So you have to, at the beginning phases, you don't have capital, right? Mm -hmm. And we're bootstrapping this ourselves. So you literally do every job and you have to go in and you can't afford to pay everybody to do everything for you. So you have to say, okay, there's instructions. I did go to college. I can follow the instructions. <laughs> I know that I know what they're asking for. They're asking for a bank statement. They're asking for this. They want an essay. They want to, and you just follow the instructions. You take the time and you do it. And I think, again, like I said, our careers before this has set us up for this. You know, I wrote grants um, years ago when I worked for the Department of Health. So that, that helped me, right? Because I already know how to write a grant. Um, the finance aspect, we have to already do taxes come March, right? So if I didn't have a tax business, I wouldn't be on top of that. And you know, you don't want to play with IRS, right? You oh, don't yeah. want to not do the taxes. And then they say you owe them a whole bunch of money that you don't have. So the business, this, this is the fun part. 
right? And then the fun part is the designing, um, doing these type of interviews with you, um, doing, you know, photo shoots. We love those things of it. That's the <laughs> fun part. Um, what's also fun, but not as exciting is making sure the business is operating and running. So that's the finances, that's the taxes, doing the grants, uh, making sure you're meeting with, you know, your marketing team and saying, hey, you're late on this. Where's this? You have to have those uncomfortable crucial conversations with people because when you're new people say oh we'll do it later and you know I don't have later everything has a timeline and we have to focus so we often have to push our team because um, again you know people are working on other things and we have to say hey this is priority this is why it's priority we have a deadline we need to do this so you have to kind of focus on all parts of the business I think Nancy and I we do a great job of splitting the baby of doing that and sometimes we do things together but we are we're focused and we know what has to be done. And because of our prior experiences, I think it made it easier for us to do this as some people feel like it's seamless. And even though it's not, um, but we are, we are doing a lot of it ourselves, so. That's important. I mean, how do you guys also to like champion each other when you guys feel like this is a lot, like you guys push each other to be like, you know, we can still do this, it, you know, that level of support. Cause you know, running a business, that's also part of it. I would say that we have a great balance. And if for any reason, either one of us falls short in an area, we know to lift each other and we can lean on each other and say, okay, you know what, I'll do this today. You focus on some other things that are maybe not as pressing because we do get tired and we, we have to take care of our health. And that's really important because we will find ourselves literally working 18 hours a day. And we are not at and age, even though we feel like we're 28, we're 29. And so it just takes a little bit more. <laughs> that extra year makes a difference. Oh yeah, it does. <laughs> and we really have to say, let me fall back. I had an issue over the summer where my blood pressure was elevated for almost an entire week. I don't have blood pressure issues, but I think that I may have been pushing myself just a little bit more because we were about to launch. So it just, it, we just realized that we have to take care of ourselves and that in doing so, we have to respect each other and not do too much. And we set boundaries as well. So, you know, this, we, we literally work seven days a week. We try not to call our team members on the weekend, but Tracy and I speak on the phone every day, at least two straight hours a day, mm -hmm. sometimes three. And we're on Zoom calls sometimes doing this. And it's hilarious because this past Sunday, which was Valentine's Day, I had to force myself not to call her at all. And it was so hard, <laughs> but I still texted her, you mm -hmm. know, and Tracy in this whole process right now is still modeling the glasses. And right now she's wearing the Pharaoh glasses. I love those. She's wearing these white Pharaoh glasses, which are sunglasses, and they have a zebra print on them. And they're really classy. They're really funky. They're a lot of fun. Um, they make you command a room and she's wearing the mask to match. So when you see these glasses, they're square frames and they have a distinct black and white pattern on the temple. They're very eye catching and mesmerizing with a zesty black and white stripe on the side. Um, they definitely add a bold and striking look to any outfit that you can wear. 
Absolutely. And, and you guys said that, you know, you did it this summer and you, you launched, you know, in the middle of a pandemic, like why was this so important for you guys to forge ahead with the debut of the brand, even though like that kind of threw like a whole monkey wrench in everyone's plan, but sometimes it has helped, you know, learning how to calm down and take time, you know, how has that helped you guys? No, definitely. I, I would say when we started pre-pandemic, when we went to Paris, that was in 2019, and then, you know, we started the process and we were actually supposed to go back to Paris and do some more travels and, you know, more face-to-face -face with our manufacturer. However, the pandemic squashed all of that. And then thank God for technology and WhatsApp because we literally did all of it on WhatsApp. And sending back emails, here's our drawings. Again, Nancy learned how to use Corel Draw. Then we got a graphic designer after to kind of help us, you know, make it really look good because we knew what we wanted, but, you know, we couldn't really draw it out at the time. Right. Uh, well, we did, but it was poor on paper, just my, <laughs> speaking of myself. So the pandemic basically, like you said, slowed things down. It was kind of like, look at this. We got time to critique. Um, because of the pandemic, we created the mask. Because don't forget, we started with patterns. Mm -hmm. So when we started with patterns to put on the eyewear, when we first started out, it was just eyewear. And then when the pandemic came, we were, I'm like, hey, Nancy, we're already using fabrics. Let's just do, uh, you know, masks. And she was like, "I'm already on it." I was thinking the same thing. So we 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 actually, you know, telepath what is it, telepathy? Like yeah, I telepathy. Something new, and she already thinks the same thing. Right. So, we, so the the pandemic helped us create the mask to go with it, and we coined the phrase "full face fashion" or "fabulous face fashion" because now your glasses match your mask, which is great for people who wear glasses. Mm -hmm. And we were able to really look at the prototypes when, they, you know, and say, we, we don't like this, fix this. We were able to tweak it a little bit more. So the pandemic just slowed us up to really, we wanted the glasses to be perfect. And I feel that every, we have 37 pairs in the line. And that's also because of the pandemic, because we wanted to start out with 10. But before you knew it, we just could not not pick all of them. We love them all. They look so beautiful. So we said, freak it, let's just do it. And we started, we're starting out our line with 37 pairs. We have shades, we have glasses, we have tortoiseshell, we have patterns, we have half wood, we have mirror lenses. We have a little bit of everything. So we think that there's something for everyone, right? Mm -hmm. Someone who wants to be bold and out there, they will get a full pattern pair of glasses, you know, on the front. Someone who's not a little bit more reserved, they might want to get the half, where's a pattern on the top and maybe regular acetate on the bottom. And then someone who's very, you know, used to the, the regular designs, they will go for, you know, the pharaoh shades or maybe some of the tortoise shells that we have. Um, so, you know, we, we perfectly, purposely made it where everyone will find something for themselves. Right. These are one of my favorites. Oh, I love yeah, those are Aztec arch types. And believe it or not, when we first, they're Aztec arch types. So they're metal gold plated wire frames with a tortoise shell print with a mirror pink lens and it's intricate uh, tortoise shell design. And when we first came out with it, it actually didn't come out exactly the way we envisioned. It actually came out better than we oh. envisioned. And when we saw them, when we saw the final product, that was when I said, whoa, Tracy, you did this. Those are my I love them. Those are I wasn't as moved hmm. initially. And when I saw them in live and in living color, that's when I said, oh my gosh. And now Tracy has on our blue, our blue, gold, blue Niles and they're beautiful. They come in blue, they come in brown, which is uh, our gold Nile because it has 
gold on the temple. And then we have our signature. They're, squ they're square glasses and they come with our signature one as well, which is so dope. Um, they're ideal for any face actually, because they're unisex, they're beautiful. They brighten every room with a type of dig dignitary captivating square. Um, the black frame, the temple has our signature, multicolored temples. Um, it's just alive and full of, full of color and fashion. I love, that's the thing I love about your line. I mean, cause you know, everybody knows the, the two main, I, we, I even did an episode on um, sunglasses and you know, everybody knows like Luxottica and Cephilo. We, you know, everybody knows those brands that make every sunglass, you know, for every luxury company, but looking yeah. at your brand is so fresh. You know, it's so, um, you know, innovative with like the colors on top and, and you know, the solid on the bottom. I just, I, I looked at the line on your website and I was so taken aback. I was like, it, these are so nice. And I'm sending yeah. them to my friend. I'm sending the links to my friends. I'm like, you got to check out these glasses because they're so gorgeous. And, you know, that's why I was like, you know what? I have to talk to these ladies. They're so talented. I was like, I just love the whole idea, you know, behind your, your brand. I, and even talking to you more today. It makes me love it even more. <laughs> Aww, thank, thank you so you. much. Thank you I so much. We're in our shades right now. Those are really, these were inspired because we realized that a lot of people like the um, tortoiseshell, the tortoiseshell, but also the aviator look. Yeah. So they're your classic aviators because we realized that not everybody wants to go on the wild side with us, right? <laughs> so we wanted something that was classic and it has the aviator. And again, they are definitely unisex because we have had just as many women buy them as men. I love that. And, and, and you know, just talking about you guys being designers and black women designers, like how do you guys, and going over to Paris and, you know, going there, like how do you guys feel as black women designers in the industry? Do you feel that the industry has this new push, you know, after the civil uprising? new push to support black designers or you guys felt like it's, you know, it's going to stay the same or do you feel like it might change? Well, I've got to say that we know African culture has driven a lot as far as African American culture has driven a lot as far as we're concerned with fashion, anything mm -hmm. having to do with entertainment. So we deep down always knew that this would be something that would rise to the top mm -hmm. and people would take notice immediately. We are, we are bringing a classic pair of glasses and adding fun patterns that have cultural flair, diversity, right. and statement pieces. They're not your basic glasses anymore. Mm -hmm. They add something to it. And we're really, they're unique, they're eccentric. There are so many adjectives that I can add in there, but more importantly, they are from the African Latina and Caribbean diaspora. Yeah, you're absolutely right about, you know, the black culture pushing all types of fashion and style. So you're, you're absolutely correct in, in, in that sense. Um, just asking you, like getting into your sunglasses, like what are some of your favorite sunglass uh, brands? Like do you yourself, you know, when you were looking for glasses, Tracy, because you said you wore glasses your whole life, was there, were you inspired by anybody with, you know, outlandish sunglasses or this is just something that you decided to be like, I love to make this shape? No, I think, I think, um, you know, there's so many eyewear companies out there and, you know, I can, you know, tell you the Gucci's, the Tom Ford's, you know, I love them all, the Prada's, 
And once we went to Paris and to Fashion Week and we learned a lot more about the eyewear industry, we learned that all those brands, which people think are, you know, individual brands are really owned by one brand who makes mm-hmm. the eyewear for them. So yes, they have different designers, but it's owned by one company. And, and to go a little bit back to the last question, you know, African-Americans, African has pushed culture in every genre, as Nancy has said, but we rarely own the culture. We, yeah. we rarely own the sales of what we produced. Yeah. So it was important for Nancy and I, when we went to Paris, and again, you know, we were at this huge uh, eyewear summit where there was very few Africans or African-Americans there. I mean, by the third day, everyone knew our names. It was like, hi, Tracy, hi, Nancy, because we were the only two black girls walking around (laughs) the summit. So it was important for us to say, listen, we want to not only do this, but we want to own it. And we didn't want it to be uh, where, you know, black people can't own their own eyewear companies. And and we actually were a part of a, a vision expo uh, yesterday, where we got to meet other uh, Black-owned eyewear companies. So again, it's not that many of us. It's a very small group compared to, you know, the, the normal eyewear culture, which is a billion-dollar business. You know, they said in 2019, um, eyewear companies made about $139 billion. Wow. And I don't even think African-American companies got even 1% of that. So we are, it's important for us not only to create the designs, but to own the company. Um, I know you see a lot of, you know, this person X with this person, you know, they're getting a payout, but they don't own the, the distribution of it. Right. So our goal is to own the distribution, own the licensing, you know, to make that billion dollars, right? By 2027, the eyewear industry is, is, is projected to make $259 billion. So, you know, Again, we all wear glasses, um, but you know you want to be able to say, "Hey, I, I bought from a black-owned company, and they have a piece of this pie." Um, and you know that was important for us. Once, once we, once we made it to Paris, and we saw the landscape, and we saw that we were like flies and milk, as you like to say, <laughs> or you know dots on a piece of you know ice cream or something in the snow. We realized that we don't have a handle on the market at all, and we realized, hey, not only are we creating designs for our people, right? We purposely made some of the frames a little bit wider. The nose is a little bit, you know, bridge a little bit longer. The, the temples, the arms a little bit longer because in our research, a lot of our friends who have, you know, bigger faces, higher cheekbones, they said the glasses don't fit. I mean, they love the Warby Parkers and the Tom Ford, but they're too tight. They don't fit. So right. we purposely, um, you know, kind of crafted some of the glasses to fit bigger faces. So, you know, and, and I have, Japanese friends who have bigger faces, you know, so it's, it's, it runs the gamut, in, you know, Indian, Asian, East Indian. Um, so we wanted to make sure that our line can be for everyone, especially everyone of color, all black and brown people, but we wanted to own, own it. And that really was a lesson for us um, from our, from our trip. And we we're so, you know, indebted for that trip because that trip literally Changed our lives. Changed yeah. our lives and made us focus not just on the fashion part, but really on, you know what, we want to make a difference. I love that. And, and you know, just g- getting to, you know, wrapping up, how can you guys, where do you guys see Vontel going in the future and where can anyone purchase your brand? If you want to give the website handles and, you know, that all will be on the, our social media pages as well. But if you want to say it on the, the episode as well. So I think the 
Buntel in the future is limitless, right? We know that, you know, on average, there's two collections that come out annually. So we're already working on our next collection now uh, with other materials to, you know, just kind of keep stepping it up. So we, you know, we have so many ideas in our heads. We're putting it on paper. We're putting it on graphic design uh, uh, software. So that's, you know, the line is limitless. And I think we can branch out, you know, in 10 years, you know, maybe even having a home line or, you know, fashion label line, accessory line, bags. We can do anything we want to do. I think we will, we see that in the future. You can buy your Vontel glasses on www.vontel, V as in Victor, O-N-T-E-L-L-E.com. Uh, we're on LinkedIn. We're on Facebook, Vontel Eyewear. Uh, we are on Instagram. So you can find us everywhere. I mean, I think you just type in Vontel Eyewear and, and we're there. I love that. I'm definitely like I was telling Nancy, I was telling Tracy, I'm going to buy a pair myself. I'm already perusing um, the website to look for a pair. And I want to thank you guys so much for appearing on Fashion Decipher. I look forward to everything that you guys bring to the eyewear, um, you know, brands and the industry. Just seeing what you guys have done is such an inspiration to me. You know, I said I, I read a couple of articles on you guys on LinkedIn and I was like, wait a minute, I have to contact them. Um, and I just really appreciate you responding back and saying that you would, you know, be on the podcast. And I really, truly appreciate that. Thank you, Sean. And one thing we want to add, I want to make sure everybody understands, we also fulfill prescriptions. Okay. So that's important to know. You come with to us and you say, I need readers. You can get readers in any pair of glasses that you like. You want single vision. You can get single vision. You send us your prescription. We will fill it. Progressives, we fill them. So we, you know, initially we started out with just the glasses. And then when my mom had to pay $500 to put in her prescription, me and Nancy said, it's got to be a more affordable way because eyeglasses is a medical necessity. You need them. You cannot yeah. drive without them. It's That's on your great. license. You need your glasses. So when you can't see the chalkboard or you can't see the computer, you know, we do blue light blocker um, as well. We decided we have to find someone to collaborate with us to input the prescription at an affordable rate. And we did that. I mean, we scoured, scoured and scoured and went through everything to find a good partner and we did because it was important for our community because no one should be paid $500 to put in a prescription that Agreed. you need. Mm -hmm. So right. we, we are able to do them, you know, if you get progressives is $99. If you want progressives and you want transition lenses altogether, that's like 150. So we really are, you know, trying to do you know, do good. And, and not only, like I said, you need your glasses. I need them. I can't, I can't live without my glasses. I can't see TV. I can't see anything. Mm -hmm. So it was important to do it at an affordable rate. So yeah. not only are you getting the glasses, you get the prescription. And we are also partnering up with WIN, um, which is called Women in Need, which is a New York City shelter supporting housing system. And every time people buy glasses, we are giving proceeds and glasses to women in need at these shelters. Because again, People need glasses to see, and we know eyewear is very expensive. So we picked um, a couple pieces in our, our collection to say if any of the women in these shelters need glasses, uh, we will work with them to do that. And we're partnering up with optometrists to give free uh, eye exams to these women in these shelters and in need. So right now we're only focusing on the women and the men because they have men in the shelters as well. And hopefully by next year, we can focus on kids and actually have an eyewear line for children. We don't have that yet. But so we're, we really want to give back and eyewear, you know, people don't take it as serious, but it is a medical necessity and we want to yeah. make sure people understand that. 
That's beautiful. Tracy, that's a really beautiful part that, you know, I, I didn't know that part. That's absolutely beautiful that you guys do that. And I just want to say thanks again for appearing on Fashion Decipher. And I look forward, like I said, to what you guys bring um, to the luxury eyewear business. Thank you Thank so you. much, Sean. We appreciate you. You're welcome. Bye. 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 Hi guys, it's Sean. Make sure you visit our website, fashiondecipher.com, to get a visual on what we're talking to you about. Check out pics from events, of guest speakers, and exhibits. If you miss anything we post, you can visit our archives page. Also, while you're there, hit that subscribe button. Leave your email, and if you like, a comment. Tell us what you think or what you would want to hear on an upcoming episode. Don't forget to follow and friend Fashion Decipher on social media. Check out what we're up to. Speak with you next week.